Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. conference play and as I told you on Friday or maybe it was Thursday last week either way I told you late last week had this feeling right had this feeling going into this past weekend that we'd see some chaos we'd see some madness and I'm not a big pat myself on the back guy when it comes to 
predictions and, and projections or what have you because you miss so many of them, right? I mean, the best gamblers in Vegas, they nail 62% or so of their predictions, right? So you miss 38%. So I miss plenty. So I'm not someone that's going to pat myself on the back when I get one or two or a couple right or what have you. But, but as we start and we look back talking about the slate that was over the weekend, I want to give myself, shamelessly, give myself some credit. Because I went on record, I felt like, you know what? Don't sleep on Buzz Williams. Do not sleep on Buzz Williams' squad. Home game in College Station. Kentucky's had some close calls. Went with my gut. Went Texas A&M. Spread then comes out. Texas A&M favored. Texas A&M gets the dub. We start there, guys. We had a pair of overtime games, by the way, over the weekend. Texas A&M beats Kentucky. Final score of 97 to 92. Now, I'll say this too, guys. There are so many games in a basketball season, right? When we drop things like power rankings, for example, which I dropped those today, I got Auburn number one, right? Kentucky still number three, A&M down around six or seven. Here's the reason. You can't overreact to one game. You just can't do it. It's just like baseball, right? Not quite as severe, but you can't overreact to one game. But I think what this past weekend showed, and for Texas A&M specifically, again, A&M is still one of the most dangerous teams in the league. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I think what we're going to keep saying every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every weekend is, man, the depth of this conference on the hardwood is better than it's ever been. Like even the teams that you'd classify in the, the bottom third, right? The bottom of the barrel, if you will. They're still quality basketball teams. They can still beat you on any given night. And Kentucky learned that the hard way. How about Wade Taylor, guys? We talk about guys that could be player of the year, best players in the SEC. Wade Taylor, 31 points in this ball game against Kentucky. I mean, he went off. 31.6 rebounds, by the way, as well. He was 6 of 13 from 3. Took 24 shots. In the game, 24 shots, but he was absolutely electric, guys. I mean, just incredible, incredible. 11 of 12, by the way, from the charity stripe as well. Tyrese Radford, another guy, senior out of Baton Rouge, which, man, LSU missing out on him. Uh, 28 points to a company. It was really Wade Taylor and Tyrese Radford from start to finish for Texas A&M. They combined for 59 of Texas A&M's 97 points. Reeves for Kentucky led the way, 22 points. Wagner with 18. Dillingham with 15. And how about Draymond Green? Coming out after the game, posting on X, saying that Kentucky needs to get Dillingham, needs to let Dillingham rock. Get Dillingham the rock more. Pretty crazy when you see that happening, when you see an NBA guy talking about a college basketball game in that manner. But either way, guys, a huge win. For Texas A&M, a great back-and-forth game. I mean, again, guys, obviously you go to overtime. Aggies find a way. We felt like it's like, okay, you're talking about some teams that are disappointing. When is Texas A&M going to wake up, right? When's Texas A&M going to get things rolling? Buzz Williams squad. I think you saw that in this game. Really impressive victory. Really nice. We'll see now 
Is this a game? Is this a performance that sparks Texas A&M? But what a game from Wade Taylor and Tyrese Radford. And, uh, you know, they only shot 40%, guys. I mean, it wasn't like they shot the lights out. Kentucky outshot them 42%. But, again, A&M at home. And, guys, we're seeing this as a theme in the SEC. And some folks may say, well, yeah, no duh, it makes sense. But the home teams early on in conference play are dominating. These home teams are dominating. I think the stat, I'm not sure if the Bama-Mississippi State game threw this off, but the stat was home teams thus far in SEC play are 11-2. and two. Even if you count the Mississippi State-Bama game, if that's not included, if it's 11-3, and three, still, guys, home floor means virtually everything at this point, especially when you're talking about splitting hairs on, you know, this team versus that team and You've got one-point or two-point spreads or what have you. Home underdogs are a really nice pick early on in this season. Texas A&M only reinforcing that, the big 97-92 to victory. Now, going against the grain on that, how about Tennessee goes to Georgia? And I thought Georgia, guys, with a real missed opportunity. The dogs, I tell you, the dogs... Much better than I thought they'd be. Much better. I mean, Georgia is legitimate on the floor this year. Uh, 85 to 79, though, Tennessee, they get the W. <clears throat> How about the performance of this kid? The Necked kid, Dalton Necked for Tennessee. 36 points in this ballgame, dropped 36 on Georgia's head, shot 60% from the field, five for eight from three. Seven of nine from the charity stripe. Had four rebounds to go with it. Three assists. He was fantastic. Right? Ziegler with 18. Adu with 10 points and 15 rebounds, by the way. The thing about Tennessee, outside of their style and their physicality, they're going to beat up on you for 40 minutes. They have so many different guys that can make contributions, right? I mean, it just, you go down the list of quality guys they have, quality bodies they have. It's just, it's it's going to be really, really tough. And I know Mississippi State just beat Tennessee, so they're certainly not unbeatable. But it's just going to be really, really tough to catch Tennessee on a night where everybody isn't clicking, right? Because they don't have to have everyone on every night, Right? One night it's going to be Necht. One night it'll be Ziegler. One night it's Vescovi. One night it's Adu. One night it's James. One night it's Awaka. The list goes on and on and on of quality bodies for Tennessee. It's going to be really, really difficult to catch them on a night where all of those guys go cold. But for Georgia, guys, I mean, you got Tennessee on your home floor. You're leading for a lot of this game. Uh, Abdur Rain with 21 points, Thomason with 14 points, Damari Jr. with 13, Melendez with 13. But I think Georgia's going to look back on this game and give credit to Tennessee, by the way, defensively, held Georgia to 33% shooting. Dogs did shoot 42% from three, so they shot better from three than they did overall, but held them to just 33% shooting. In this game, Tennessee shoots 48%, 35% from three. But I think Georgia fans... They're going to look back on this ballgame. No shame in losing to Tennessee. No shame in losing to the fifth-ranked Volunteers, but a bit of a missed opportunity, 
a bit of a missed opportunity here for Georgia, and now you got to go on the road, I believe it is. I think Georgia now travels to South Carolina tomorrow night. It'll be a really fun game, but you want to protect the home floor, right? When you're talking about a Georgia team that's trying to make an unexpected run to an NCAA tournament appearance, it's those kind of games you feel like you need to lock down that can really give you that momentum boost, and instead, it's a close miss, but give credit to Tennessee again for withstanding Georgia's best effort and the ball's finding a way to get the job done. Guys, we go to the Florida-Arkansas game. I said it once, I said it again, though. I'll reaffirm what I said. Arkansas is cooked. They're done. They're finished. Finuto, history, it's over. Hog fans, it's over. Time to start looking ahead to baseball, man. Because this basketball team, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Hard to comprehend it. I don't know what's going on, though. 90-68, to the Gators get the job done. And, hey, listen, give credit to Florida, right? Quality basketball team. But this Arkansas team, guys, this Arkansas team, just, it is hard to believe how bad they are. And I put them 14th in the power rankings. Just, just to make a point, like, guys, they haven't lost an SEC game by single digits yet. Like, Arkansas is not even showing up. They're not just losing. They're not just losing. They're getting crushed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Hogs shooting 38% in this game. Leading scorer, blocker with 14 Davenport with 13, Mark with 12, Pinion with 12. But it's just, it's uninspiring, guys. I mean, it's an uninspiring effort. Florida just just doing whatever they wanted practically in this ballgame, shooting 49%. Also, really encouraging game for Florida, a team that, you know, I think let Ole Miss sort of run through them. Ole Miss had an incredible shooting night, 60% from the floor. Florida is able to rebound, obviously, and play much better defense. And that turns into a win. But the bigger takeaway for me, guys, I, I think Florida is going to be one of those really, really good, tough to deal with middle of the pack SEC teams. 
but it's more just shocking how bad Arkansas is. A team that, you know, we're accustomed to seeing them have these slow starts, if you will, but what we're seeing right now from the Hogs, it's really, really hard to process. So, Eric Musselman and company still looking for answers. A nice win for the Florida Gators on the flip side, guys. Ole Miss got a win, making it back-to-back Ws. They beat Vanderbilt by a final score of 69-56. to The bigger takeaway from this game, guys, I mean, Ole Miss beats Vandy. Whoop-de-doo, big deal, right? I mean, that was supposed to happen. Give credit to Ole Miss, but Vandy is terrible. But how about Jerry Stackhouse coming out after the game and saying about Ole Miss's roster, the best roster that money can buy? Now, I had some folks on social media present sort of a a different outlook on these comments, right? A different outlook coming from the standpoint of, hey, he's more so complaining about the lack of resources at Vandy versus criticizing Ole Miss. And while I understand that, I do. I really, really do, guys, because we've talked to folks from the Vandy side of things that complain about those very same things. But it still came off to me as just a wild thing to say. A wild thing to say in my mind. Like, you just, you know... You you just lost yet again. You are five and I think 11 in year five of your tenure. You need to worry about, like, why are you even speaking on Ole Miss's roster? Like, these sour grapes after yet another L. And we are watching the Jerry Stackhouse era in Nashville just crumble before our very eyes. Like, like, there's no question. Vandy really seriously might want to consider a mid-season coaching change. Like, like no doubt. They, they really might want to consider it. I don't know that they will do that, but they might want to consider that. Again, Ole Miss, ho-hum, you get the W, Vandy a team. Guys, I don't know that Vandy wins a conference game this year. I, I really don't. Like, they are bad, bad, right? They're bad, bad. Ole Miss, in the meantime, you know, in this game, shooting 41%, 40% from three. But, dude, I just, Vandy's terrible. Vandy, the entire conference, top to bottom, is really good, except Vandy. Except Vandy, right? They had nothing to the league this year. But uh, Ole Miss, back-to-back wins, get the two SEC wins. Great job of bouncing back since that first game against Tennessee. But I, I just, Van, Vandy, man, Jerry Stackhouse. I mean, again, I'm preaching to the choir when it comes to Vandy fans. They are done on the Stackhouse era in Nashville. Guys, to Como we go. How about South Carolina? Another overtime winner. The Gamecocks beat Mizzou 71-69. to This was a fun one, back and forth, if you did not watch this one. The, the heart and the guts of Lamont Paris's squad is something really, really impressive. And I I think one of the bigger questions, guys, and I think what Gamecock fans should be so encouraged about, you know, going into this game, it started to kind of feel like it was the Michi Johnson show and he had to be electric every night and sort of whatever you got from other guys is what you got. Michi Johnson only had five points in this game, guys, which is, you look at the numbers, it's hard to believe, right? Only had five points. B.J. Mack explodes for 21 points. Taylon Cooper, the transfer from Minnesota, 11 points. Jacoby Wright, 11 points. Miles Studi, 10 points. 
Colin Murray Boyles, the freshman, six points. So it was a collective, a team effort for South Carolina, truly, right? And a game that, you know, listen, I was wrong on this one. I picked Mizzou. I thought Mizzou at home. I thought Dennis Gates, a really, really desperate Missouri team looking at, you know, staring down the barrel of 0-3 in SEC play, thought they would protect the home floor. Seth East the second with 15 points. Carter with 23. Uh, they shot 42% from the floor, but only shot 23% from three. Meanwhile, South Carolina, 41% and 29% what they shot from the floor in three, respectively. But a huge win for Lamont Paris' squad. Like, when you're winning your home games, guys, that's one thing, right? You know, South Carolina pulls off the quote-unquote upset. It was like a two-point spread against Mississippi State at home, then goes on the road to Bama, and I think got humbled a little bit. I, I just think got, you know, hey, this is SEC play now. Like, you better bring it every single minute of every single game or you're going to get blasted. So I was really curious to see, okay, which way does South Carolina go now? Is the fairy tale over and the realities of SEC play settle in quickly? Or do the Gamecocks have something else? Do they have another pitch we haven't seen yet? And sure enough... And I know Mizzou's not great, but you go on the road, you get a W. That is a big-time win for South Carolina. It looks good on the resume, going on the road and winning in Como, and now sets up a really, really big game on Tuesday night against the Georgia Bulldogs. But again, huge win. Jacoby Wright with the clutch shot down the stretch and then great defense to secure the victory at the end of that game. Gamecock fans should be proud of the product Lamont Paris has put on the floor this year and it's going to be a lot of fun to follow South Carolina and Ole Miss, by the way, but follow both those programs, programs that have just shattered preseason expectations and see what they are capable of doing down the stretch here in conference play. Uh, guys, to, let's go first to Starkville. I want to save Auburn for last. Uh, Alabama gets a big road win over the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Final score of 82 to 74 guys, like we mentioned, going on the road and winning. No easy task. There's no such thing as a bad road win in the SEC, especially when it comes against Chris Jan's squad at Humphrey Coliseum, the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Alabama, starting to heat up, starting to catch some heat. How about Mark Sears yet again? We saw him against South Carolina go off 22 points in this ball game. Alabama shooting 43% from the field, 36% from three. We know how lethal they are on the offensive side. Mississippi State did their best to keep up 43% and 41% respectively from the field and from three. Uh, Tolu Smith leading the way with 15 points. Hubbard, the guard, 14 points right behind him. But a great job by Nate Oates' team again to go on the road, get this W right. You were wondering, okay, you know, you beat South Carolina. What does it mean? Now you got to go back on the road in SEC play. This is a huge win. It's a huge win for an Alabama team starting to build some momentum, right? Kind of find themselves, if you will, get things into gear. And all of a sudden, watch out. Don't let the Crimson Tide get hot. Don't let Nate Oates' team get hot. It may be too late. That was a really good win. For State, you lick your wounds. Hey, you lose on your home floor. It's never fun. I still think Mississippi State is going to be fine, uh, but a huge win for NATO's team. And guys, finally, finally, as we close out looking back on the weekend that was, we go to the Plains. Auburn with a 93-78 to win 
over the LSU Tigers, which, you know, LSU, make no mistake, they're not great, right? LSU's not great. More so, though, the fact that Auburn, I think it's they won nine straight games by double digits. Nine straight games by double digits, guys. Like, what Auburn is doing right now, we had them number one. I had them number one in the power rankings this week. Because at some point, you just, you got to give some respect. Like, you got to put some respect on these teams. And you got to put respect on Bruce Pearl's team. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. And I know they have not played the best of the best of the best in the SEC quite yet. Right. But still, Auburn has been wildly impressive. Like they're not just beating people, they're pulverizing people. Right. And it should probably come as no surprise because of, you know, who and what Bruce Pearl is. Right, Baker Mazzara with 19 points, Broom with 18, Holloway with 13 points in this ballgame. They shot 46% from the field, 40% from three. You know, you look at LSU, 42% from the field, 39% from three. Uh, right leading the way with 18 points. Trey Hannibal. Is that Trey Hannibal right there? Look at this. How about that? Trey Hannibal for the LSU Tigers. That's a familiar name to some of us. 18 points as well for LSU. I still think LSU guys, like I like what Matt McMahon is doing. They're a a pesky middle of the pack, even bottom third team. Like they're going to be a pesky team this year. And it was always going to be a tough task to ask them to go into the jungle and get the W. But Auburn has just been incredibly impressive, guys. They continue to rack up these double-digit point victories. Now, as the competition increases, let's see what happens with Auburn. But I think right now you can look at them, make no mistake, Auburn is a legitimate threat to be a team that we see in the Final Four this year. Like, I think they've got that type of talent. You know, we talked about the fact that Kentucky, Tennessee, yes, Auburn, have separated themselves from the rest of the league, and the Tigers just keep on keeping on. Can they stay hot through conference play? We shall see. It's the SEC. Nobody gets out unscathed. But a great start, an ideal, a dream start, if you will, for Bruce Pearl's team, and they're going to be a tough out for anybody in this 2023-2024 basketball is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.